But I understand the concept that like, I know it's not just cream cheese in a cheesecake, but it is mostly cream cheese. It seems odd that one would eat forkfuls of cream cheese. I agree. Much like buttercream frosting, you're just eating forkfuls of softened butter and powdered sugar. How many people in this world do you think even recognize that they are just eating softened butter with sugar mixed in? No, not many. I would say there's a chance that 75% of the world's population does not understand that even though it is called buttercream, they don't get it. That it's just fucking butter. Like you're just eating butter. And cream cheese frosting is is even crazier because it's cream cheese and butter. Um... There was something else I was thinking about. Well, first of all, yesterday I was making the frosting. I should have done this. And I didn't because I was worried there was not going to be enough frosting and there was a lot of frosting. I should have saved the first step of making the frosting, which was just mixing butter and cream cheese for our compound butter um, business. business. Or our, our, why doesn't anybody put a compound butter of butter and cream cheese on bagels? Why don't people do that? Why don't people do that? Why why couldn't we start our own, like, you know, Ithaca Hummus has got their little tubs. We could start that for compound butter, sell it to, like, Bread Hive and, and that other place we well, went the other day. Well, here's my first thought. Five points? I wonder how that frosting of half butter, half cream cheese is in the fridge when it hardens. Because cream cheese itself mm. is soft in the fridge right, 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 right. and butter is hard in the fridge. So what would that be like in the fridge? Well, maybe you have to have... So you Same made, day. You made and it's a, like a frosting, one. a speculose frosting for Miles' birthday cake. And it's in the fridge. And it, and it like when I went to go spread it on some digestive cookies the other day, it's like a little crumbly. Yeah. So you almost need to say to the user, take me out of the fridge 10 minutes like before. Like a brie. Yes. Or an yes. hour before. Yes. Yeah. Or a bread hive would have People it. probably put like guar gum in it or whatever. Bread hive or any bagel company, yes, would just... Make it in the morning and just leave it out. No, no, no. They're not going to make it. We're going to make it. Once and they sell find it out what's in it, they'll just make it themselves. No, lots of people could make lots of things that they don't make themselves. Get ready for what? I have to sing an intro and know that that's going to be the music in the background. So am I just recording here? Yeah, go ahead. Two of us talking lots, what about not much? Two of us talking lots, what about not much? Fully functional parents. But I want to talk about the theory, the concept of pay it forward and like karma. Because that's often preached, right? And specifically... I want to talk about it as a driver and like even more specifically <laughs> letting people into the road when oh, they're yeah, trying to yeah, get yeah. it. So I have a very specific case. You're on the intersection of Amherst and Colvin right at 8 a.m. You're going west on Amherst towards Delaware. You cross Colvin and you approach the beautiful Nichols School on your right, where there is multitude of driveways. Yep. And I have decided, because I'm usually not in a rush, I'm usually headed to Wegmans at that point when I'm there. Right. To let one car out 
from each of the driveways. Oh, wow. That's very generous of you. I don't care. So the first driveway comes. I slow down. I flash my flashers. They come out. <laughs> then the next driveway comes, which is usually an enter and an exit. Yeah. And I flash and let one of each come. And then I go. I'm not going to let you take advantage of me. You don't get two or three cars, though there is quite a line. Because Wow, you are such a good soul. Because as much as I wouldn't inconvenience me, because I don't care about getting to Wegmans one minute late, I feel like it's disrespectful to the cars behind me. Yeah. Okay. So the other day I'm driving on Amherst, and the first driveway comes, and I slow down, and I let a car go out. What is that guy thinking? Usually like, oh, that guy's nice. He's letting me out. Yeah, of course. I approach the second driveway... As does that guy. Oh, my God. And Don't he, tell me he horn, horns you. No, <laughs> he's you. in front of me. Oh, oh, oh. But he, he doesn't, doesn't slow let... down to yeah, let any car go in. Or come out. Like, you just had... Like, it's literally 10 seconds later after right. someone helped you out. I opened the first door. Oh, my God. Open the second oh door and God. let someone come out. Oh, my God. I'm like, I really want to be like... I just did it for you. Why didn't you do it for the next person? Does this happen every day? Every time you go? Every, I don't go there every day. But literally every time I go, the person in front of me. Does, just it's every man the, for himself. The rate that they let the next the next driveway clear, under 10%. Wow. That is terrible. Can you start writing down license plates? <laughs> I, I would say that one thing that I would love to have the power of is to look up people's home address I know. is based upon I've always thought plate. that. I, I've what? always thought that. I actually told, said that to you one time. Why can't you? Why don't they have that? And you said, they would hunt people down who cut them well, off. Well, that's exactly why I want it. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to get up to a red light and lower my window and make the just be like, hey, old Jim, lowering window. No, hey, and just Jim, be what's like, what's your problem? I don't know his name. But you would know his name because you have the database. No. I'm not saying at his house. I'm saying as this happens, oh, I, I just see. pull up alongside the guy and say, you know, I let you out back there. And then we got to the next driveway of the same school, arguably parents of your kids' peers. And why didn't, like, what the fuck? Why didn't you let someone in? It's I just very, let you do it's it. It's very nice of you to be outraged for these other Nichols' parents, really. Because you get no skin in this Or their chauffeurs. Right. Because <laughs> it's expensive to go there. That was good. That was really good. That was a good <laughs> joke. Do you want to get us some ice cream or what do you want to do? I'm sure. It's resuming. Yeah, I don't. There's a lot of stuff. Rice cakes. Oh, I asked you to write down rice cakes <laughs> the other day. Because remember when rice cakes were such a thing? I mean, the rice cake lobby did an incredible job. We all wanted to eat rice cakes. And then did you ever put peanut butter on your rice cakes? I did all the time. My mother got into rice cakes in the 90s when it got, supposedly got you thin because it right, was like... Yeah, your mom would do anything to get 10 thin. calories, caramel flavored, yes. and fills you up for 10 minutes. <laughs> right. They never said that right. part. And your mother was always like, it's worse than Chinese food. I'm hungry in an hour. Right. But apparently it would fill you up or it would be a good, it would be a snack that would take a long time to eat. Right, you have to nibble it like a bunny. So I would eat it from once in a, once in a while because I was trying to cut down the LBs too. <laughs> a little pudgy there. Went to the husky section. Didn't grow till I was 16, but sure did gain that weight. <laughs> Based upon rice cakes or just because just you were eating the, the halva 
and the oh i did not eat the halva i was eating the mini middles did you ever have mini middles oh my god you guys are so trendy like you would see an ad cookies are trendies trendy yes i feel like your parents would see an ad on television they would say like we need to reward that company buy that product i loved mini middles so much and i would nibble into the middle of the cookie and i would tongue out the fudge in the middle of the cookie so good at working with your tongue (laughs) (laughs) oh thank you mini middles That's what I still call it. <laughs> it. It. You referred to my vagina as an it. I shortened the word. You're right. You're right. I'm okay, I'm okay with that. Um, that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I got so pudgy in middle school that a year before I went to high school, I went with my sister to her high school. So I, I was going to say to her prom. I would love that. No, so I was 14. <laughs> <laughs> or turning 14. And there was like a bring your kid to school day, which definitely was not sanctioned by the school. There's no way they want the school inundated with young children. <laughs> but it was allowed. Bring your sibling to school day? Okay. But it certainly was It was allowed. The 90s. And I went and I was so chubby that... You couldn't get into the school. No, I don't. This defies logic. I've never okay. told you this. I was wearing cross-collar jeans. You know what cross-collar jeans were? Of course I did. I didn't know if that I, made I, it out to East it, Aurora. It did, like, 15 years later, but I'll tell you this. I never could afford them. So cross-collar jeans were this deeply saturated color. So I had a color. I had purple. <laughs> <laughs> I feel as if sometimes I look at you and I think, that man is so gorgeous. And then it starts to all kind of like crumble away like dust. I think, no, he's not. He, so, got, he had purple cross colors. I had purple cross colors and the pudge of my belly made the waistband of the cross color jeans <laughs> curl out slightly. Yes, of course. So for some reason, this was a bone of, this was a concern of mine <laughs> that I would be called out for being chubby at my sister's school. I figured I'd be wearing a shirt you that would cover it. some high school girl was going to fall in love with you but for your chubby waist. I don't know. I was embarrassed about it. And my sister said to me, <laughs> don't worry, Davey. I'll just tell them that you like to stick your thumbs in the in the belt loops, belt loops and pull it down like, like the fonts or something. She didn't say the fonts, but she was alluding to me being like, hey. <laughs> so... She, I don't know if. I'm sorry, but I love the fact that you had a conversation. Right, with your we had sister. to talk about it, Melissa. What if somebody sees that my jeans have curled? Because I gotta wear cross collars. Because I'm gonna fucking show off to all those high schoolers that I know fashion. <laughs> your purple jeans. <laughs> so we were there. I think there was one time she's like, "Oh," and he just always puts his thumb in his in his belt loops. I just like the idea of you elbowing her, but like, say it now. Say the belt loop say thing. It. Right. Because she's looking at me. Say it. <laughs> what a dingbat you are. Huh. So. Well. Oh, hey guys. Thanks for listening to Fully Functional Parents. If you just can't get enough of us and want to let us know, feel free to drop us an email at fullyfunctionalparents at gmail.com. Can't wait to hear from you. Mm-hmm.